0: Hey man, you there? Yo, what's good? How's it going, man? Hey, it's Will. Almost back. Hey, it's good time?
1: Welcome back to The Catch-Up, the internet's busiest music nerd. I'm Will R. <laughs> and I'm Noah S. I am very sorry about being late today, Noah. I tried really hard to get on Reddit at 8-15. Um, I have no excuse. I will just say that I did... Ingest more lamb wrap than anyone should in five minutes to try to get here when I did. Is your stomach okay? My stomach is fine. I would be lying if I said I felt as kind of... Good? How do I say this? I'm really (laughs) fucking full, man. I'm really full. But it's all right. We're going to croak this thing out. I'm really hungry, so... I like this dynamic. Of so basically, type of thing. yeah, it is. It's cool. That's kind of our shtick. I mean, that was my choice: is be absolutely starving for the podcast or be absolutely full for the podcast. And I, I made my choice uh, right off the bat. Got to issue an apology um, this time to you, Noah. Uh, we didn't go over this in the show notes. Um, you cool for a little uh, deviation here?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, cool. So uh, I love being apologized to.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it wouldn't really have the same effect if I told you that it was going to happen. Uh, remember that lunch uh, at Trump Tower that Dan and I went uh, to that I couldn't uh, I couldn't bring you to. Yeah. Uh, so that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, so six, about, <gasps> this is more funny to us than it is to you. But like six months ago. We were recording on, like, a Thursday. We were going to record. And on Wednesday, I was like, yo, Dan, uh, let's you just, You were like, here. You were in the city. I was in the city. And I was like, Dan, let's just, like, tell Noah. I- I'm going to, like, say in the chat, like, hey, I have a spot for lunch at Trump Tower. Who wants it? You respond really quickly. And then let's make Noah, like, feel like shit about it. <laughs> and, then, and then tomorrow on the podcast, I'm going to tell him it will be a funny joke. But every single podcast, I've just forgotten. Like, every two <laughs> weeks, I'm like, fuck, I have to do this with Noah. And so, like, since then. Like, a month ago, I was like, all right, tomorrow I really have to bring this up on the podcast. So I texted Dan again, and I was like, hey, Dan, can you just, like, reminisce with me a little bit in the group chat about how good that lunch was? Oh, my and God. Yeah, so that, that never happened. Uh, uh, I, I think I said that, like, we got some free ties, and, like, there was this whole elaborate story about how, like, Dan I, didn't you, have a
0: jacket. And I was like, oh, Dan, don't worry. Like, I've got this jacket in my office. Like, we can go. Don't worry. It'll fit you. Like, that was just all made up. I just switched phones, so I cannot pull it up. But you, you said something along the lines of, like... Dan make sure you wear A suit It's uh Like It's sports jackets only Like you can't come in Wearing a button up Um (laughs) And and I kept being like
1: I kept talking to Dan And then you'd be like Like say anything And I'd be like Oh sorry Like Dan I'm moving this to DM But then I would (laughs) But then like Two seconds later I'd be like Oh yeah Dan Like the fucking The like Tuna tartare is really good (laughs) So sorry. It's really not that funny. The funniest part is just that for six months now, I've just been like trying to reorchestrate this lie.
0: That's hilarious. Also, you know exactly what would push my buttons like the most.
1: Well, and the fact that because like you right after Dan said, I'm in like you would have gotten it. If it was a real situation, like you would have been in. But I just knew you would feel so guilty about not being fast enough.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This pissed me
1: off for like weeks. I know. No, I know that it did. It was supposed to piss you off for a day and then be funny on the podcast, and instead I assume that, like, every once in a while you think of this, and you're like, man, fuck those
0: guys. <laughs> I saw you in person the next day. We recorded in person. Yeah, I was, so I was supposed <laughs> to tell you that episode, and we just never brought it up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. That's really yeah. great. And that was
1: good. I don't think—even
0: given the opportunity, I don't really think that I would uh, patronize the Trump establishment. I— I was, like, kind of surprised you were doing it, but then I was, like, oh, it's a free lunch. Like, I don't know. And, like, you know, Will says he has values, but Will pretty much compromises (laughs) those on the daily. Exactly. Like, I wouldn't put it past you. This Um, is true. Anyway, that's funny. I was pissed off, and I am pissed off now for a different (laughs) reason. Um, uh, Give it to me, baby Noah. Okay. Let's talk about a commercial I saw that's been pissing me off. I saw it. I've seen it multiple times when Jeopardy! is on. I've seen it uh, on the TV in my office during the day. It really pisses me off, and I'd like to just break it down here, take us through it.
1: I'm, I'm excited for this, especially because I know that you have kind of a good eye for both good and bad commercials. And I've also been kind of missing out on my, like, Noah commercial commentary. Um, yeah. Pretty much since college. Like, I don't have, you know, I'm obviously too cool for TV. I just watch eight <laughs> hours of Netflix a day. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, we haven't really watched TV in a long time, so I haven't had this commentary.
0: Yeah, I don't – I mean, I don't – I get one channel on this antenna, and it's ABC. So interesting. I don't, I don't see commercials much, but this has been pissing me off. Um, I'd just like to take us to watch it one time in 30 seconds, and then we can talk about it. Um, okay, just, so one, one time through from the top? One time through from the top, and all I will say is this is a commercial for the toilet paper Charmin, and it is starring those bears. All right, so we'll listen to it one time and I'll play it for the listeners as well. All right, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and watch it. Here we go. Before we hit the beach, I got to hit the loo. Uh, we can't stay here. Why? Flat toilet
1: paper. I'll never get clean. Way ahead of you. <sighs> Compared to Charmin Ultra Strong, other toilet paper falls flat. It's washcloth like texture helps clean better. It's four times stronger and you can use less. Beautiful view.
0: Thanks to Charmin and you, honey bear.
1: Oh, we all go. Why not enjoy the go with Charmin?
0: Okay. All right, I'm good. Okay, so
1: that's it. That's the whole spot. Do you want Do you want any preliminary reaction here? Yes. Or you, would you rather just go into no, it? No, tell me. So, first of all, I feel like I know you somewhat well i know how we talk about things and how kind of what our analytical bent is i feel like i should apologize before it even happens we're gonna be talking about butthole logistics right now um i don't really think that there's a way around it if if uh if that doesn't if
0: that's not the case i'll edit that out um no it. uh, that's definitely a part i want to touch on
1: yeah uh Fair. I'll say this is like a pretty unremarkable commercial to me. Like, I don't love this. I don't hate this. I probably would not have really thought about it again. Okay. Um, I'm looking forward to
0: you opening my eyes on this. Okay. So, you know, the bears, they've been using these bears for a while, Charmin. Like, they do. Yeah, this. I have this a vague like...
1: memory of these bears, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um. I've. I don't remember them being CGI, honestly. I remember, like, an animation when I was a kid. Now now they've jumped to CGI.
1: Let's go let's go ahead and describe these bears for uh yeah, for okay. the viewers. I I would say that these are actually close to almost like Mike Wazowski. They're like pretty big, <laughs> like boxy furry bears. They're no, you mean red Sully. And white.
0: Oh My- fuck me. <laughs> Mike Wazowski was the, the little dude. <laughs> Thank you, thank you for that correction. <laughs> got
1: to issue an apology right off the bat. Uh, no, yeah, they're kind of like Sully. They're big, boxy, fridge-looking bears. Yeah, uh, Papa's got a Hawaiian shirt on. They're like clearly out to vacation.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a bear family. They're they're standing upright as bears do. Um, <laughs> they're wearing sunglasses. They're on vacation. Yeah, they look a little too creepy in my eyes. CGI. I kind of preferred animation, but hey, that's not. But whatever. I'll I'll. I'm fine with that. Technology's improved. They want to be on the cutting edge. <laughs> yeah. Time is now, old man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. CGI, Sherman Bears. <laughs> so uh, that's off the bat was creepy to me. But I will say the first time I heard this, I didn't see the visual. I heard this from my office, which is not in the same room as the TV at work. Got it. Got it. So all I heard was the audio. And I heard this guy's fucking voice. The bear's voice is insane. He sounds like a mix of Peter Griffin and, like, Homer Simpson combined. Okay,
1: um, so what you're telling me here, again, like, I support you in all that you do, but, like, you're telling me that a generic father character sounds like two classic American animated fathers. That doesn't really seem off-base to me. Okay, fine, fine. That's fine.
0: That's fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, right off the bat, at at one second... In Kay. he says, before we, before we hit, hit, hit the, beach, the beach, I, I have to hit the loo. loo. Okay, already that makes me mad because uh, nobody, calls me out nobody calls it th- th- the yeah, loo. Nobody calls it the loo. Yeah, this is this is true. Yeah, that's ridiculous. They're not British bears,
1: right? Yeah, so I guess what they wanted to do, like if I'm thinking about it, they were like, before we hit the beach, I need to hit the something. Like I need to hit the head. It's too militaristic. Right. I to hit the can. I would have said hit the can. I would have said. I need to piss. He said I need to hit the quan, bro. No, but he didn't need to piss. Oh, he's That's not point. Nobody Yeah, you
0: don't need toilet paper for P. You're right. Noah, do you have something to tell us? <laughs> I'm not getting into my own, uh... Oh, my voice cracked. That tells I'm... That says I'm nervous. Yeah, before we hit the dab, I need to hit the Kwan. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, No, so I'll that... take it. I'll take it. That's a point against him. Nobody calls it the loo ever. Yeah, whatever. So then the mom bear is unpacking. She's looking rather happy. Um... He's in the bathroom for like a second feeling, you know, he's for one second. He's in the bathroom and then he comes out at at four seconds and says, uh, we can't stay here. We can't stay here. Like he, <laughs> he is panic stricken, like as panic stricken as you can be. Fair we, fair. we can't stay here. First of all, he's been in the bathroom for one second. It does seem drastic. Yeah, it seems a little drastic also, in the background, uh, the the male kid bear already has a snorkeling mask on. This is true. It does make me wonder
1: how long this kid has been wearing that snorkeling mask. Because, like, those shit, them shits is not comfortable.
0: <laughs> no. And also, he has had one second to
1: unpack his suitcase. Oh, I, I envision this kid having just worn it on the whole trip. <laughs> on the plane, they already yeah. Got, they had the beach ball pretty inflated, if you notice as well. You're
0: right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So they all turn to him, um, and then at eight... Sorry, let's just continue on from seven seconds. Sure.
1: Flat toilet paper. I'll never get clean.
0: So we stop at ten seconds. He holds up what basically looks like, uh, you know, the paper towels you get at a restaurant when you're drying your hands. Um, Brown, brown rolls. I don't know what, what you would call it. Like, the shitty paper. Towns. Yeah, the shitty paper. Yeah, but instead, it's for toilet paper. He says, "Flat toilet paper. I'll never get clean."
1: Can I? Can I just say that if there is a part of this commercial that that I definitely dislike, it it's that line, right? That, for two re- for two that, reasons. I yeah. mean, go ahead, get your your commentary first. No, I actually I want to hear you first. So to be totally honest, uh, I forgot that a lot of commercials their main, uh, like their main mission before they tell you what you need their first mission is to tell you that what you have isn't good enough right and i just kind of hate that because like all the people that have flat toilet paper like they fucking know like they know they have shitty toilet paper i know i have shitty toilet paper it's because i can't really afford the really nice stuff who can afford charmin it's expensive no it's ridiculous it's like 7.99 for four rolls yeah and then I actually think that the second the second clause there just adds nothing. I'll never get clean. That's gross. I don't really want to think about that. Your, your bear, your red yeah. furry bear ass. Now I'm picturing
0: that. this bear digging in,
1: his, his in his butt. fur.
0: <laughs> yeah, his furry cheeks. No, yeah. I,
1: yeah. So I think every commercial is is okay. So if I was directing this commercial and I had I was getting paid, I probably would have that line that's like flat toilet paper like that sucks but i'd right. be like i'll never get clean that's just graphics where it doesn't add
0: anything right i would just be like flat toilet paper fuck that <laughs> <laughs> exactly but honestly overall what my main qualm with this sentence is is like that's a ridiculous thing to say you can't stay here because <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because the toilet paper is flat like you ran out of the bathroom and say we have to go yeah like fair. that's fucking crazy yeah,
1: he's canceling a whole vacation. I get it.
0: <laughs> he's ready to pack up and get back on the plane. I knew we shouldn't have done an Airbnb. <laughs> 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 they never have the right toilet paper. Uh, but, okay, so what, let's continue on at 10 seconds. Please.
1: Way ahead of you.
0: <sighs> so now we've stopped at 13 seconds. The wife says, way ahead of you. And pulls out the biggest, biggest thing of Charmin Ultra I have ever seen in my life. It's true. This is pretty large. Mega pack. She just pulls it out of her suitcase. Gives it to the bear. And now he is holding it to the camera and smiling a huge grin and heaven music is playing. Yeah, she's got the whole the whole big, like, Costco pack. Yeah. Who puts that in their suitcase?
1: Also, like... It kind of seems like if this was so... Okay, so let's think about this, right? What are things that would cause you to leave a hotel immediately? <laughs>
0: right, okay. Uh, bed bugs.
1: Yeah, bed bugs, I would say,
0: like... S- theft. Um, uh. st- Hearing, like, my na- my next room over's whole sex. So I'm
1: realizing now that, like... So the point I was going to make is, like, if it's that important, like, you should have probably preempted this. That's like the example that that was what I was trying to say. But then all the examples like you can't really
0: preempt these things.
1: I will say just as a general statement, like, Papa Bear, if it's that fucking important, like, you probably should have checked and brought this toilet
0: paper. Yeah. But also this leads me to believe this happens enough that she knew to bring the toilet paper. Yeah. Yeah. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Like, if you really think about it. She must be like, oh, we're going on another vacation. Jim's going to freak out again. I better pack this.
1: Yeah, she like later on tonight, like Jim's snoring. The kids are sleeping. She's at the bar talking to some like young hot bartender like, what can I say? He's got a sensitive butthole. I just got to pick my battles. <laughs> I couldn't bring any of my clothes because I had to fit in this Charmin Ultra in yeah, my suitcase. Yeah, yeah, she's smoking a Marblite 100. I remember when I loved him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, let's continue on. Now they show a demo of the product um they show how nice it looks there's a lot of i guess pouches this (laughs) looks fine i don't know i don't know it looks like i mean it'd be nice i'm sure i'd enjoy it but so this is the digital demo you're talking about right yeah yeah so the the
1: in-person demo is just always one of these
0: weird demos so that's what i want to talk (laughs) about yeah yeah
1: yeah go ahead go ahead
0: so let's go to 19 seconds yeah. And this is the demo you've seen in a million of these commercials. Yeah, this is the... This is this the is... nickel d- demo, the, the coin demo.
1: Yeah, it's like a stack of coins <laughs> ripping through a wet piece of paper towel, which is just like, yeah, this is so bad. This is so bad. What this does should... that show? That if your if your poop was that heavy,
0: it would <sighs> yeah. rip?
1: I mean, yeah. You know what? You're right. This is annoying the shit out of me. I will say this commercial is not that much worse than a lot of commercials. This is just highlighting to me how fucking annoying these commercials are. <laughs> yeah. It's like the same as like the, the fucking like tampon commercials that have this like clear blue liquid, right? Yeah. Like we're not all humans, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, but seriously, what is this showing? Like what?
0: Yeah, okay, so, point, so
1: literally know? this is showing what looks like two stacks of nickels on top of a, a strip of toilet paper, and then uh, some person with very nice hands li- <laughs> lifts up the—well, uh, you got to have nice hands to be so in this I would, hand model. Yeah,
0: I would say the generic toilet paper they're signifying is four sheets, and the coins rip through four sheets. Oh, oh, true, yeah, sorry, I t- that actually was totally lost on me, you're right. And the Charmin brand is only one sheet, and they are not ripping through the coins. This is true. Uh, I mean, really added moisture to it.
1: Yeah, they did add some moisture with the syringe. Oh, there's those nice hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, also, like, that's not really. I mean, now that we're talking about this, I'm not really sure that this signifies all that much at all. I'm sure it's not 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 wiping. I'm not picking up my shit with toilet paper. I'm not a dog. So what I really want to see is I want to (laughs) see, I want to see two people with this toilet paper like wiping an ice cream cone. (laughs) I'm sorry. This is so bad. This is so bad. I, I mean, I'm I'm sorry. It's just this isn't really an accurate measure of like what I need
0: a toilet paper to do. No, not at all. But I will say, if I ever need to carry a bunch of coins around or something, this would be great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is the coin hammock. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So now we're at the tail end of the commercial. Um, let's go to 22 seconds and just play it. Oh, also, wait. Hold on. Sorry. Yeah. I, I gotta. I gotta go back. No problem. Uh,
1: so. This is really not useful information without price information. Correct. So if we take right, like if we take, so basically they're saying one is better than four. Let's just even say that we set one equal to four for the the purpose of the math. Okay. Like there is a there's totally a universe in which this shitty toilet paper, like you can get it at Costco for less than <laughs> one fourth of the price. Right. Like, that's, that's actually poor. pretty common. That's why people buy shitty toilet
0: paper, because it's cheap. So, yeah. unless that's the case, this is basically invalid. No, that's why there's 800 rolls of 99-cent store toilet paper sitting in my bathroom right True. now.
1: True. I really like my roommate. She's really poor, so I buy her the nice stuff. Aww. That's yeah.
0: nice. Yeah. Like, she still better pay rent on time, but, like, I will, I will stock the nice <laughs> toilet paper. I will say, despite shitting on this ad, I would love a Charmin sponsorship. I would also probably enjoy this toilet paper. but yeah, I, would, I would use it. Ain't nobody got money for that. <laughs> okay, let's go to 22 seconds and play.
1: Beautiful view.
0: Thanks to Charmin and you, honey bear. Okay. I've stopped at 26 seconds. She, now, now they're poolside. They're at the pool. Uh, she has a pineapple cocktail in her hand. And she goes, favorite. <laughs> she goes, beautiful view. Well, to be clear, yeah. Sorry, go ahead, go ahead. No, I mean, th- nothing. They're they're outside. I'm sure the view is beautiful. The papa bear thinks he's talking about his butt. Yep, he turns around and he shakes his butt. He shakes his butt and he says, thanks to Charmin. Well, then he says thanks
1: to you, honey bear, which is sweet. However, I would reiterate what I said before. If this was that important, you
0: probably should have thought of it yourself. Right, right. But what like what is he doing she's not talking they're outside she's not talking about his butt yeah it'd be pretty weird to
1: be like beautiful and like honestly like i i think that we've already said like we've already broken our mpaa like pg-13 or fcc <laughs> pg-13 rating but like like what's the worst case scenario here like what's not a beautiful view it's yeah. not very nice like I don't also even think is talk that about like
0: it. is that the reason you're wiping so somebody will say beautiful view to you like that doesn't I don't, I don't you know. know what? Not... You're right. Why are we wiping? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. No, Will. No, no, Fuck no. Fuck this, man. No. no. I'm, this, is just, this is just Charmin and the and the toilet paper industrial complex. <laughs> no, wait, Will. That was not my point. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, okay, and then we just let it rock to the end. Oh,
1: we all go. Why not enjoy the go with Charmin?
0: We all go. Why not enjoy the go with Charmin? And the bear gives a thumbs up. Uh, doesn't wink. I'm actually surprised he doesn't wink yeah this whole thing was kind of full of like you know what i'm talking about (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i mean that's it that's the whole commercial it really just makes me angry i'm just mad we didn't get to see what this beach ball's up to (laughs) (laughs) i know the son looked like he was enjoying uh how do you signify with that one son that they have a son and daughter bear how do you signify that there's any gender to these things?
1: So, oh, man, this is a good question. So I'm back at the beginning now, and I have it freeze-framed on this, what I thought was a boy. I mean, he's wearing very boy-like glasses. They're like circle frames. Yeah. He's also wearing a pink backpack. But I, I don't know. This definitely doesn't seem like a girl. Um, Let me actually go back one. The mom All is right. a yeah, flower. No, in I got head. it. I got it. I got it. So if you look, I'm at zero seconds. I'm freeze-framed at zero seconds. Okay. Um, the
0: and We'll post the link. We'll post the link.
1: Yeah, we'll post the link obviously. <laughs> the first child has a bow in what I'm assuming is
0: her hair. Oh, I had it wrong the whole time. And, the and daughter honestly, I, is snorkeling. Yeah,
1: the daughter is snorkeling, and I think the guy who's like, compar- well, first of all, no bow, also comparatively like shorter and squatter, and right. also with these glasses, like these are very Arthur the Aardvark glasses. This right. does seems uh, this does scream son and daughter to me. I wouldn't really. Care or even prescribe gender to them, unless like I know they were trying to at least subtly do that. Like this is right. obviously a nuclear family. This is a man, a woman, and their two kids, one of each gender. Yes, one of each of the two genders that exist in the Charmin world. <laughs> oh,
0: <no>. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, if you took any of those off, that you couldn't. You couldn't tell them. You Listen, if you had one, uh, uh, one piece of Charmin for each of the
1: genders, you would have two pieces of Charmin <laughs> in their world. And you'd be able to hold a
0: lot of coins on them. You there. would be able to hold a ton of nickels. Well, that's all I've got. Uh, if you are curious, there is another video called, which is the same video, but it's called With Audio Description, and it's for blind people. Oh <laughs> my god Why didn't we play that
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> This is, podcast is like That's the whole thing audio content I'm putting it in
0: Let's, we fucking can stick, go. It. let's, let's stick it in at the end here All right. Enjoy she, after after that we'll go to the break Yeah enjoy uh, Charmin Bears experience hotel scare With audio description See on the other side Before we hit the beach I gotta hit the low A father bear quickly enters and exits the hotel bathroom We can't stay here! Why? Terrible toilet paper! I'll never get clean!
1: Way ahead of you, Big Daddy. Mother Bear handsome Charmin. Charmin Ultra Strong. Its washcloth-like texture helps clean better. It's four times stronger, and you can use less.
0: The Bear family sits on a beach. Thanks to Charmin. Father Bear wiggles his butt.
1: We all go. Why not enjoy the go with Charmin? Today's episode and the following message are brought to you by Candles. Have you ever wanted less light and more danger? Try Candles today.
0: Welcome back. Today, our second in a series of profiles on the staff of the catch-up.
1: Mercury Unbound, The Noah Shore Experience, by Bertrand Fakoff. What do we think Shrek's dick looks like? New Green Day is actually pretty good. Board AF. Anybody up and trying to watch a movie? If you thought that these were lines from the Bhagavad Gita, you'd be wrong. Excerpts from Abraham Lincoln's speeches? Also no. Snippets from the correspondences of Marx and Engels? Again, incorrect. These rousing, challenging inquiries into the fundamental nature of the human condition are Facebook statuses from visionary podcaster Noah Shore. Coming off the astronomical success of the fourth season of his eye-opening podcast The Catch-Up, which explores the limits of a same-sex, long-distance friendship, Noah Shore seems to be at the height of his creative power, if only because higher fame simply doesn't seem possible. Not since Edward R. Murrow's nightly newscast have American families been as plastered, nay, as addicted to an artist as now. It's clear that the man once only known as N-Bomb has a hold on the American people. What's less clear is whether his indefatigable drive towards appending the basement podcast industry will leave the world a vastly brighter or darker place. It's perhaps this uncertainty and the sheer gravity of the suspense given the impact of his work that renders Shower the most controversial figure in modern America, maybe in the world. I first became interested in Noah in 2011, or to be clear, I became interested in the idea of him I heard first from a mutual acquaintance about a songwriter who was making people cry at local open mics named Noah. And then about a different Noah, who seen in Joe Papadone's Intro to Acting course sent shivers down a whole room of freshman spines. Then next about a talented radio host whose show in bed would redefine college radio for a generation of SUNY New Paltz students. Spring of our freshman year at SUNY New Paltz, I found out that all these Noahs were one and the same a pure creative savant flinking from house show to house show in black turtlenecks and Tifa sandals. The time and place matters. Like the infamous CalArts class of 1970 who would go on to revolutionize animated films, the SUNY New Pulse class of 2014 would go on to dominate arts and culture in the 20-teens. From the famous, the artist formerly known as Sophie Cornish Keefe, 12-time Olympic vapor gold boy, U.S. Senator-turned-lean rapper Paris Leach to the infamous subway flasher Jeremy Murata and serial-toilet non-flusher Will Rafelson. I was able to meet Noah earlier in his career when he still went by the moniker N-Bomb. When I said hi at a local bar and that my name was Will, he replied after a brief, thoughtful pause, yes, it is. A short time later, I attempted to make conversation with him, asking if he knew what band was playing later. Twelve people in our immediate vicinity looked at me, mouths agape. I was informed shortly thereafter by one of the several freshman art majors that followed him around that tonight was a night of yes or no questions only. This explained the earlier affirmative response to my telling him my name, but ultimately led to many more questions than answers. I didn't get those answers, at least not direct ones in the years that followed. The next week, Noah's play Foodtown opened a fresh act, and for the next three years, I never saw him from closer than 20 or 30 feet away, up over the heads of shrieking fans, body men, and drivers, being whisked urgently into his next vehicle, speaking event or club. Foodtown was a harrowing expose of a can of creamed corn, an unlikely friendship between a college-aged male and an aging woman. I saw Foodtown and that night checked myself into a mental hospital. When I checked out, I decided that I wanted to be a New Yorker writer. Several others never checked out at all. In addition to my own dealings with the work, the play also prompted a federal suit that made it all the way to the Supreme Court, in which the justices opined that, in favor of Shore, a work may include as much human blood as the actors and crew chose to willingly provide. It's these aspects of Shore's canon that made me so surprised when his publicist responded to my email requesting an interview for this story. Brooklyn Botanical Garden. Koi Pond, Sunday morning. It's 11.45 that morning, after watching koi since 7am, when I receive a text that says, he'll be late. It's 1.30 when the scene goes silent, the wind calms to a standstill, and both the ripples on the water and the koi within it stop moving altogether. What are you doing out in the cold, asks Noah. We warm up at a nearby coffee shop. I ask him, making small talk, if he remembers meeting me in our college days. Of course I do, he lies kindly. The catch up, Noah's newest endeavor, explores the nuance of same sex friendship in gripping first person detail. I ask him what he's trying to achieve with the catch up. Given the existence as uttered forth in the public works of Puncher and Wattman, he says, eyeing a croissant. Of a personal god, kwa qua, qua qua, with white beard, qua qua qua, outside time, without extension. Who from the heights of define aphasia, define athabia, define aphasia, love us dearly. It looks as if I'm supposed to understand what he meant, so I act as if I do. The catch-up takes no prisoners. Amassing tens of listeners, the duo tackles with relentless energy taboos such as buying things on Amazon. How to spell words when you don't know how to spell them. Being too drunk around co workers. Coalitions, in response to the Amazon episode, took out several full page New York Times ads against the show, petitioning iTunes to ban it from the iTunes store. A brownstone in Brooklyn, thought to have been Shore's home studio, was bombed. In response, Noah had the episode remastered and released for free on vinyl. I asked Noah if he feels he deserves any of the criticism he's been subject to. He stops a moment, thinks, and replies. Stop being nostalgic. Because I didn't grow up with Santa Claus, people always tell me, I feel sorry for you. Well, I feel sorry for you, because you were lied to your whole life, and now you have to repeat the lie about Santa Claus to your kid every Christmas to feel whole. The truth is that you're definitely going to die alone. He smiled faintly, relenting. I know, I get it. The couch is what makes it a TV show just like you need Christmas. Otherwise, it's all random chaos and the story doesn't make sense. Even supporters of the show content with absurdist and provocative content, has begun to shy away from the series in the face of some of its real-world consequences. In November 2016, an armed man stormed Comet Pizza in Washington, D.C. with a modified AR-15, claiming allegiance to the ketchup at his arraignment. Weeks later, a fan Facebook live-streamed her own suicide with the ketchup's Mascot Madness Part 2 in the background. Like his reaction to the Brownstone bombing, these events have only seen Noah dig in harder to his creative groove, prompting more backlash. Formed in early 2017, PATC, or Parents Against the Ketchup, went on Anderson Cooper to plead with the public to designate the ketchup as hate speech. Look at what's happening in the world, said Lisa Gay Lisa, president of the coalition. The ketchup makes people do bad things. I can't disagree with Gay Lisa's point. The ketchup did make people do bad things when they did, but if that's such a bad thing, whether or not the ketchup is evil, as Gay Lisa contends, depends on your view of causality. If these acts of violence were not going to occur, and the ketchup's provocative content caused them to, then for sure the catch-up is evil. But if these heinous acts were to occur anyway, the ketchup simply accelerated their occurrence. I'll contend that the latter is true when it comes to the ketchup. The maniac who stormed Comet Pizza was a lit fuse, even the FBI knew it. The fan who took her own life had a history of suicidal tendencies and had just been checked out of a mental hospital. The ketchup merely accelerates these occurrences, and this is good for the world, in that it accelerates us towards progress. The Comet Pizza incident led to the banning of bump stocks, and the fan suicide led to the composition of Logic's Grammy award-winning song raising awareness for suicide prevention. My own hospitalization at Noah's hand led me to reevaluate my life choices and put me on track to becoming the reporter I am today. Bertrand Foucault. The moral directionality of an agitator is determined by the future towards which it agitates us. Whether or not the cat that knocks the vase off the table is a hero or a villain is determined by whether or not the vase was good or bad when it smashes. I ask Noah what he thinks. Is he the cat swatting at the vase? Is he the poker that stokes the fire of human social progress, or am I reading too much into his canon and its effects? Is he a hero or a villain? He excuses himself to the bathroom, and I never see him again. That night, I get a text from the number 1. Hey, about your last question. He types for a moment, and the dots vanish. I almost think I'll never get my answer, and then a message comes through. If love be blind, love cannot hit the mark. Now he will sit under a meddler tree and wish his mistress were that kind of fruit, as maids call meddlers when they laugh alone. I ask him if he knows that I've read Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet, and that I actually wrote my graduate school thesis on Mercutio. Your mom gay, he responds. Your mom gay.
0: There you go, here's your fucking bio piece Oh my god (laughs) Today's show is brought to you by Other Candles When you want your room to smell good But also not great What an enlightening report Welcome back to the catch up I'm very proud of myself Yeah man Bertrand
1: Bertrand is quite, quite a writer it's almost like he he didn't just write that in about 30 minutes before this episode.
0: Yeah, no, I mean he's he's covered all of our most important uh, field pieces. Did you meet uh, Mr. Foucault in Newpaltz? Uh, you know, I don't remember him. But like he said, there were always, you know, all these girls around me and I was going into the limos yeah. and stuff. Like, he could have been there. Oh, yeah, it, I do remember throwing him uh, my trash and he threw it out. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <sighs> nice. I mean, he did mention a couple people that I never really met. He mentioned someone who doesn't flush the toilet, Will Rafelson. This, Ooh,
0: uh, no, 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 no that no, guy. guy that um, that is. No, all my friends flush the toilet. Oh, he did. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, we're going to do one of our patented games <laughs> and um what we called it last time because you messed up and called it real or true that's what i like to call it from now on oh yeah real or true so we're doing uh, real or true again
1: what i will say is i have realized like we call them games but like a lot of media relies on little gimmick not gimmicks but like little activities little yeah prompts, look at the tonight you know? show the fuck? all yeah, they do the tonight is like, lip sync and shit yeah, or like I fucking love like Sean Evans' hot ones. Yeah. Shout out my boy Sean. Like known you since yeah. day one. Like good job. Um, no, but like <laughs> finally they do whole, glad like, you blowing up, baby. Yeah, finally glad you blowing up. I was homie since day one. Like send me a check. Um, <laughs> but like he does the whole like explain that Graham thing. Like that's a game. Right. Like that's basically the same bullshit that we do. We just I don't know. I think we're a little hard on ourselves in terms of what the activities are.
0: We are. So honestly, like we're good. We're very good. We are very good. We're very we are the good. best. We are actually the best. We are the best. <laughs> we are the <laughs> number Ketchum one. Ash Ketchum wants to be the very best, wants to be us. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So we're going to do Real or True, Netflix edition. Wait, no, Real or True is so misleading. <laughs> I know, but you're, that's what it's called. Whatever, fine, summer.
1: Real or True. All right, I, uh, I made this
0: bed, I'll sleep in it. <laughs> yeah. Netflix edition, Netflix description edition. So we have some descriptors of shows and movies. Some are true. Some we have written. Um, I have nine. You have nine. Correct. Yeah. So some of these
1: are from real shows, and some of them we're making up. I think I explained it.
0: <laughs> Fair.
1: <laughs> I, uh, this was hard. This was hard. This was, this was really very fucking hard. hard. Yeah. And I have a newfound appreciation for all the people that are writing these one sentence taglines for very complex shows, like the yeah. Breaking Bad one. Honestly, yeah, how it? do you how do you how do you do Breaking Bad yeah. in one line? Honestly, yeah. I don't want this job. I do not want this job. It's hard. Me neither. I don't. I mean, I would. I would. I would probably work at Netflix under some circumstances, but not for
0: this. Oh, I would. I, if they wanted to hire me, I would go in a second. Yeah. Um, should we flip a coin to see who goes sure. first? Sure. I got some coins. I here. have if a coin right here.
1: Oh, oh, oh! he have got a coin. Okay, there. I got All a right. coin.
0: I have got a. Co- <laughs> uh, yeah, I got a coin right here. This is a All penny. Right, sure. Tails never fails. <laughs> Tails never fails, and here we go. <laughs> I dropped <it. laughs> I'm going to pick it back up from the yeah, floor. Remember
1: my first beer?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, pick it up. Do the flip. Tails. Oh, so me. Tails, you. Just dropped All it right. again. So
1: I I guess I get the choice to, to go first or
0: not. Um, yeah.
1: I guess I'll actually, I'll go first. I'll guess first if I could. Okay.
0: Good uh, guess and then who
1: knows? We, we may actually have to do it. stuff like this. We end up. I think typically being pretty similarly skilled, and I I would not be surprised if this went to a, a tiebreaker round.
0: Yeah, I have one extra for a tiebreaker,
1: so which that's is it. weird because like everything else, I'm just so much better at than you.
0: Um. Anyway, let's move right on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go um, ahead. So I'll I'll guess first and okay. keep track. Okay. In every town that appears normal, there are hidden mysteries and secrets, as a bat and three kids keep finding out. To you're baiting me into
1: thinking it's fake, it's real. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay, it's real. Correct. Ding. (laughs) (laughs) All right. From street carts to holes in the wall, these nondescript noms take the cake despite their simple style. Real. Fuck you! It was fake and I worked so hard on that one. That's the best one that I have by far.
0: That is amazing. That is (laughs) verbatim. Dude,
1: this took me so long. I wordsmith every fucking one. I'm so I wouldn't have been that mad if you got it right, but I am so fucking happy that you got it wrong.
0: Damn, dude, that's really good. Thank you.
1: The nondescript noms. That was like that was like a month. That was like a that was a year in the making. (laughs) Sorry, sorry. I'm sorry that I revved it in there. That's okay. It's a long game. We got nine of these left. I'm proud of you.
0: Okay. Go ahead, go ahead. So the score is One, zero, you.
1: Well, just the way to think about it, because I've messed this up before when we did the spelling bee, just keep track of how many, yeah, like how many you've gotten right versus how many I've gotten right. Otherwise
0: known as one zero, which is what you just said. Sorry, keep going. (laughs) Okay. It's not the dog in the fight. It's the fight in the dog, especially if he has a monkey for a coach. Oh, fuck.
1: (laughs) Oh, fuck. Oh, I have so many questions. (laughs) fake real <laughs> fuck fuck. Oh, oh man all right all right that's cool i can, I can hang i'm chill <laughs> wait now do i get a point for tricking you no 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 no. no, no. no. it's okay. only yeah so this is why it actually gets confused <laughs> you weren't confused before but it, it can get confusing based on like do you lose a point for getting it wrong just, okay we each okay. get a point for the ones that we get right got it
0: got it simple okay
1: it's the toughest town in a tough town an unfiltered look at the stark reality of policing a fractured community
0: Mm. Fake. So this is real.
1: Oh God. So the ones that are real, uh, actually, we'll add a little commentary afterwards. Shit. Okay. But I was surprised at how like not good some of these are. Yeah. Like like that was real. Like a tough, the toughest job in a tough town. That's like, why that's I thought not,
0: it was fake. Yeah, that, it doesn't really catch my eye at all. Not, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Um, let's see which one. A deal with the devil has cursed their small town for decades. Can the gang break the curse?
1: Hmm. Hmm. I'm pretty, much pretty fucking torn on this one.
0: I'll go real. That's fake. I came up with that.
1: Nice. It was good. I would watch that. <laughs> well, it depends on what the, like the thing was, but yeah. <laughs> Alright, so you get a point. No. I mean, uh, I, yeah. You just, just don't, don't get it, <laughs> dude, dude. Thank you. I appreciate that feedback. No I was problem. about to fuck up. <laughs> uh, so wait, who, man, who even has points, bro? I <laughs> this I is have so two confusing. Points. I have two points, you have no points.
0: You have two? How do you have two? Didn't I get two right? you right. No. No. You got one. You got the dog fight one wrong, and you got the monkey one right. I mean, sorry, you got the bat one right, and the dog fight one wrong. All right, I have one point. Sorry. Okay, so
1: basically, the the best way to do this—it's <laughs> it's pitiful how bad we're doing right now. If you get a point, just record it for yourself. I have a point. Like the incentive is here. I'm excited to put another point on the board. Like, does that sound good? What do you mean, record it for yourself? Like, you just make a fucking tally mark. I don't care if it's in blood on the wall. When you get a point, you write it down. Okay. I have, one I have point, zero. I just wrote right mine now. down. You have zero points. Got we're good. We're okay. good. Alright. Oh God. It's your <laughs> turn. High school's hard, cancer's harder, but they're besties and they've got this. Because together, they're never alone. Cancer is harder. Real? It is real, dude. <laughs> I couldn't do I couldn't do a fake one that good. It was so fucking good. <laughs> cancer's harder. High school's hard, but cancer's harder. They're besties and they've got this. Because together they're never alone. Even like just some uh, not semantically, what am I thinking of? Like, a sentence structure perspective, it's very, like, this, but that, but that, but (laughs) that. It's like, this is, if I could create this, I am a savant at
0: this. (laughs) It was was too good. That's insane. All right, go ahead. A cleaver to the face changed this clown's forte from birthdays to death days. Ever seen a human balloon animal? Uh, real. (laughs) Yeah. Too good, too good. (laughs) That's real. (laughs) Have you ever seen a human balloon animal? Uh, no. Mm, no Oh,
1: and I'm recording a point because that's how we're doing this
0: now. Yes. All right, I got two. I have one. Uh, And how many are left? Uh, I don't know. This is my fourth.
1: We have a ton left. Okay. She wanted him for one night. He wanted her for life. They've been through tough times together, but can they make it through love?
0: (laughs) Fake. That is fake, yeah.
1: (laughs) Record your point.
0: All right. We're all, all tied up, I think. Maybe not. I don't know. Who knows how to keep score? Um. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how many points you have. <laughs> Surprise! You're a single dad. It's a new world of nighttime feedings and the dreaded diaper changes. Fake? Oh, Real. Damn. The show is called Baby Daddy, and I've seen an episode.
1: <laughs> how was <is> it? <laughs> absolutely terrible.
0: We should do reviews of the worst shows on Netflix.
1: <laughs> ah, there's so much good things to watch. I don't want to waste the, my time. Well, <laughs> also, I will say like if something gets bad enough, it starts getting like pretty entertaining. So, it's hard to find a niche that's bad for everybody. Right. Like we wa- remember when we watched like White Fang. It was like yeah, it yes. was an adaptation of like what, like Jack London White Fang. So yeah. bad, but so bad that it was so funny. Like we watched like a whole season, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, like, <laughs> one shot. Terrible. We definitely didn't smoke a bunch of weed in college. Nope, never. Um, she's a food blogger making a name for herself. He's a tech tycoon who needs a personal chef. It's a recipe for romance. Real? <laughs> so, it is real, and I'm realizing now, like, all the good ones are real and all the bad ones are fake, and that <laughs> sucks because it means that we suck.
0: <laughs> I would watch that. All right,
1: give yourself a point. Go ahead. I did. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fuck. Sergeant Jeffers has a hard no dogs allowed policy in his precinct. Newly transferred Officer Barksworth J. Dog is going to have something to say about that. Fake. <laughs> please, please give it to me. It's fake.
1: Oh, thank God. That was good, I'm though. Surprised that was I got it really, really good.
0: That was really good. <laughs> Officer Barksworth J. Dog.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. Oh, I got to give myself a point. Um, so that was the type of effort that we really need. Yeah, and I did not put that into most of them. Destined from birth, he will be the one to rend the soul stone. But on the road to its depths, many await. Some friendly, some deadly. Oh god, what the fuck? That's rend
0: R-E-N-D. Oh man. Real? Ah! Wow! Motherfucker! (laughs) Got you. Wow, nicely done. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Um She should have been a tasty she should have been a tasty treat for a child eating monster but he turned her into her best friend instead Real? Yeah, that's the BFG.
1: Oh yeah, I think I've seen that come up. <laughs> it's like because you watched something else that was kind of weird. <laughs> Here's that. <laughs> All right. A visionary CEO, a unicorn startup and a billion in funding. But for the boneheads building it, things are anything but peachy.
0: What kind of Silicon Valley ripoff is this? Um, Real? It's fake. Let me ask Uh, you, though. Would you watch it? 100%. Because I think
1: me and my friend might write a screenplay. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to my boy, Chief MMD.
0: (laughs) I'm sorry I said what kind of Silicon Valley ripoff is this?
1: No, it's fine. It's
0: kind of supposed to be the anti-Silicon Valley. Also, you're still my homie when it comes to making art. Okay, great. <laughs> um, okay, great. Um, <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> Sweet boy radio. <laughs> Go ahead. Derek has a crush on Miranda, and everybody in school knows it, except Miranda. When he's caught on camera confessing his love, Derek must convince his parents to move out of state.
1: Um, I think that that's real.
0: <laughs> it's fake.
1: Oh man! So it, yes. was, it was
0: bad to be clear. Like that's not good. No, I know. But I thought that it was. Oh man! It's like purposefully. When he's bad. caught, ca- I don't when know. he's caught on camera confessing his love. Yeah, what, I don't know. What? I thought, in what I, scenario? I feel like you, you were double crossing me. I thought that you were
1: like, oh, we're, I don't know. I don't know. I gave too much credit. <laughs> um, I don't have many left. Um, I have two left. I have two left as well. Yeah, that sounds good. That's what happens okay. when you trade one for one. Um, great. He set out to unravel the secret of his father's death and stumbled into a world of spies, LSD, and dizzying deceptions.
0: Real? Real. Nice. Well done, my friend. I know Netflix likes dizzying. Oh, man, nice. (laughs) I actually don't know. It just sounds like a Netflix term. Okay. Movie-making dork clashes with a fashion diva for a school project. Can their documentary turn romantic? Sounds pretty hot. Can you, uh, can you keep going there? <laughs> uh, 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 can I actually get that again? Movie-making dork clashes with a fashion diva for a school project. Can their documentary turn romantic? I think that this is fake. Final answer?
1: Did fake is my final answer. It's real Okay so the reason That I thought That this was fake Is I feel like The verbiage Wasn't really How they normally do it So you said Oh for sure Yeah so uh, You said Movie making nerd Clashes with That's very headlining Like I feel like It would normally be like A movie making Dork dork clashes with Yeah Wow This is exactly
0: Why I was drawn to it Yeah This is a Disney channel Movie called Geek Charming
1: Nice. Wow. Wow. That so that's like the type of thing that I feel like is probably one of the worst movies on Netflix, but that we would have <laughs> so much fucking fun reviewing. Um, right. I think. Yeah. So I basically tried to like pick. Obviously, I tried to make mine convincing, but then in an effort to make them all similar, I picked ones that were bad, which I think you did, too, which was smart. Right. Right. Yeah. You like how I complimented you when really just complimenting me right there? Um, yeah, it was cool. That was cool. All right. A visionary CEO. <laughs> uh, so uh, what do you got right now for me? How many points you got? I'm at four. Okay, so I have
0: three. Oh, So shit. I have to get – so you have to – So you have to get this right and then we have to do a tiebreaker. Wait a smidge. Wait. Wait. We fucked up somehow. So we did fuck up somehow. Uh, I might have like my
1: numbering might be off. I don't know. This is like a really messy thing. So I have three. You have four. And we each have one left. Is is where we catch up, right? Right, right,
0: right, right. So you just guessed. So you go ahead. No, you just guessed. You just guessed. Geek charming. Cool. So now I go. Right. He's a rock star stockbroker, and he's a deadbeat
1: drug dealer, and they just bought a bar. <laughs> Fake. Fuck, it's fake. So there's no way oh. that I can win. But gimme let me get some dignity here. Okay, I'll give you my final one. Oh, we didn't set we were winning.
0: Well, I think it's
1: probably fair to just like, you know, like winning is
0: your prize. Mm, I don't know. I feel like my prize should be you have to watch one of these. Uh
1: okay. <laughs> I will do that. But please make me watch a good one.
0: Okay. Uh, okay, go here's, ahead. So this is my, my basically this one. is my
1: my dignity point. It's it's five to three
0: or five to four, and this decides it. Right. Okay. Yeah. As teenagers, she's in love with him, but he's oblivious. As superheroes, he's in love with her, but she's just annoyed. I don't follow that one.
1: Yo, first of all, stop trying to fuck with my head. This is my dignity point. This is
0: important. I'm going real. It is real. All it's right. a whole show. Called miraculous. I do not. I just don't understand that sentence. Key insight. Key insight here. Uh, mm-hmm. there, there's a lot of weird shit on Netflix. Very much so. Yeah. Very much so. Here's what I'd like you to watch. Are you to please tell me. It's the movie called Russell Madness. And the description was, it's not the dog in the fight, it's the fight in the dog. I am not. Especially if he has a monkey for a coach. I I, I am not doing that. Okay, fine. Watch one episode of Baby Dad. Thank you.
1: I was going to say, I I mean, like, you know how, (laughs) like, it was a New Year's resolution of mine to watch movies because I am so fucking not cool. (laughs) Like, I am not chill enough to sit down for two hours. If I'm going to wait. So I've been good, right? I watched Dallas Buyers Club whole way through. No text, no nothing. I'm killing it right now. and for me to try to do that with, with an entire yeah, movie. This time. It's just it, not it. fair. It's just full-on not fair. Okay. Uh, watch the pilot of
0: Baby Daddy. I will watch the pilot that. of Baby Daddy. I will come back with a 55-minute review. Great. It's 21 minutes. I do not want a 55-minute review. Fair enough. Well, that's
1: our show. This is a long episode. It is a long episode. Thanks for just being so slow. I appreciate it. No problem. So what's Thanks funny for... is I, I decided to— I was I was especially enthusiastic about tacking on that Trump lunch reveal at the beginning so I was like oh like reviewing that commercial is going to be super short reviewing that commercial took a while
0: yeah, <laughs> in a good it way that was a great <laughs> it was a great segment it was a great yeah. segment if you'd like to write in and say how good it was which which segment did you prefer the best write in and tell us at the catch up lane 345 catch up road
1: yeah man I'll check you later special thanks Bertrand Fakoff. we appreciate it you know
0: obviously you, our affiliation with the New Yorker is one of our most important uh, cultural affiliations so thank you Thank you, Daddy. Um, that's our show, and as we always say, every don't single episode we say this. do Oh no, we started at different times.
1: Also, what I said was not cool. What you said? I said don't get AIDS, which is just dumb. That's I, just good advice. I was—I don't know. I was like trying to get out of this episode because I have like some food that's getting cold, and I just like I think about Dallas Fires Club. But like, no one that's trying to get AIDS
0: is like, oh, I'm yeah, gonna get AIDS. Like, I understand. This is a stupid thing to say. I understand. This is a stupid thing Listen, to say. Listen, I gotta go put my quinoa on the boiler. Oh, cool. <laughs> so quinoa baby every day you make a little money you're rubbing it in our face and you got (laughs) quinoa bought this quinoa three months ago
1: okay bye Bye. the catch-up is will R. and noah shore with executive production by noah shore our intro music is by headlong snipers and our outro music is by skirt thanks to our sponsor the paperclip from microsoft office